Welcome to the Star Slimmer Podcast, the show that empowers women through mindset and manifestation. I'm your host, life and business mentor, Isabel Prestia. And through my personal stories and insightful episodes, I help you fight fear, cultivate confidence and feel empowered. If you're looking to live life on your terms, feel successful and create abundance, you must first become a high value woman. Luckily, this podcast shows you how to start, whether it's building a business, manifesting your dream partner, and becoming emotionally and financially fulfilled. So, are you ready to take the first step towards creating your reality? Let's start somewhere together. You guys, it has been a way too long of a hot minute since I have sat down, recorded some fresh content for you guys. And boy, oh boy, is this going to be an interesting conversation. As you can probably already tell from the title, I am most likely going to be removing this from the podcast in a few days to one week. I'm going to say, because I know that the loyal, long-term, loving Star Summer listeners will be tuning into this as soon as it comes out. And for those who find the podcast on a much later date, this conversation doesn't need to be up on the internet forever. So definitely make sure you listen to the whole way through of this episode because you will not be able to come back to it later. I did not plan to sit down right now and record this podcast. As I am recording it, it is Monday, May 29th. It is 3.25 p.m. and the sun has just decided to come out and it is beaming in my home office and I'm just honestly being blinded by the sun and I'm just in a really great mood. I don't even know what to, how to articulate the message I want to basically make really apparent in this podcast. I'm going to more so just kind of talk through whatever comes to my mind and we're going to go from there. So, so far I will, as of my day today, I did a, a really powerful breathwork session just not too long ago. And I felt, I just honestly took myself through like this really beautiful healing journey. And then I listened to this really powerful meditation music. And then I took my little puppy for a walk and here we are now. So I guess, I don't know, I did a bit of healing. I got some, I created extra space in my mind. And I guess that's why I'm feeling really sparked and inspired to share this podcast. And I was also watching one of my favorite YouTubers. She's called Lior Alexandra. If you guys like my content, I'm sure you actually really enjoy hers. She's all on spirituality and self-development and I love her spirituality videos so much. And I was watching one just now and it's all on attachment, letting go, detachment. And honestly, it really sparked inspo for me to jump on the mic and start to share my story and this episode. And it's like detachment is just such a strong theme in my life right now. And without going into too much detail, because, you know, I know I'm very open and vulnerable on the podcast, but of course there's so many things I choose not to share. And there is this one specific thing that I'm not going to share, but this is basically, I'm on the other side of it now. And the other side of it looks like detaching. It looks like letting go. It looks like doing this healing, right? And 
nothing, nothing horrible happened, guys. Like just, just for context. I mean, like it wasn't the best thing, but you know, we all go through struggles and shifts and all those kind of things. And I know I am on just the most exciting road coming up for me. Like I know that it's there. I know that I've already started to take the steps. I already feel like myself again. I really went through this shift where I essentially, it's weird because I didn't forget, but I guess I kind of did forget the things that truly mattered to me. And these things are spirituality, self-development, learning, listening to conversations, just like what I share on the podcast, creating, connecting, And I really took a step back from a lot of those things. If I know I actually have had a few people message me, say that, oh, I haven't noticed the podcast has been up for, I mean, I've only missed like a couple of weeks. And I, I also intentionally took a couple of weeks off Instagram. That was, that was quite a while back though now, but that was like powerful. But even more so, I've just been really reserved in not posting and sharing as much. I'm back doing it now. So if you follow me on Instagram, you're like, Isabel, I saw your story today as of a few weeks ago. And don't get me wrong, that served me so much. I highly, 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 highly recommend you take a social media detox. Honestly, I'm going to start to log out of Instagram every Sunday. That's going to be my new thing. And, you know, go as long as you can without checking Instagram. I... I've been really good recently as well. I honestly haven't been checking Instagram until like 3 p.m. most days, and it's been the best thing for my soul. So I have been taking intentional time away, and it has served me, but it's like I almost took it for too long. And I really allowed the voices, well, more so the voice, of a particular person to really get in my head. And I feel I lost sight of the things I loved, but it's so strange because I am, I've, I've come out of it now, but I was in this very interesting transition period where I realized so much of what I do. It's just, I know that, I know that the next door is waiting for me. And that's a really, really tricky situation to be in when you've poured so much love and passion into something you've created. I've been running this podcast since 2020 my Instagram, I've been consistent on Instagram for God knows how long, posting stories, reels, IGTVs, going live, this podcast content, posting on YouTube, my Facebook group, my email list is something that is pretty recent as well. So I'm just kind of a content machine and I love it. It makes me happy, but it's really interesting when it's, I still love it and it still makes me happy, but I just know that there's something more. There's like another path essentially for me to explore for a bit. And it was a really tricky thing for me to firstly acknowledge this. And then secondly, to take action, right? Like it would be complete out of ethical reasons. I I preach and I created this platform called Start Somewhere. And if I was somebody who talks all about the power of starting and taking that first step, but I can't even do that myself. And that is the furthest from the truth. So it made sense that I realized I did have this crossroads ahead of me. And I was like, well, shit, I, of course, I'm going to practice what I preach. That's not even a question, but it was very difficult to start taking that next step because it was so unknown and so foreign. And I was really grateful to have support around me during that time. And now I've come out of it and I've started to take these steps down and 
it's like the path is getting lighter and somewhat easier, but still obviously very challenging and difficult because it's so foreign and it's so new. But something I always remind myself of is it's exactly what I wanted. And I really want this to be your message right now. Hone in on what you really fucking want. Because we see people post shit on, on Instagram and we listen to other podcasts and we hear, oh, they're doing this. Maybe I'll do this. Just cancel all that shit out. And that's why I'm so passionate about taking, logging out of Instagram, taking a week off socials. Stop comparing yourself. You're either doing it consciously or subconsciously, and it is only causing you to feel stuck. If you are hesitating, if you are unsure, if you keep finding yourself saying, I don't know, you need to take like 10 steps backwards, block out the noise, stop having the conversations and listen to yourself. Find your own version of a meditative state. Actually, I was watching an episode of Gossip Girl before and Belair actually said this to Serena. She's like, find your meditative state. And then she said hers was feeding ducks with Dorota. And oh my God, I'm actually loving rewatching Gossip Girl right now. And it's true. Find your own version of a meditative state. It doesn't have to be sitting cross-legged actually meditating. It doesn't have to be breath work like I shared before. Find what that version is. But let that version involve complete solitude. Let that version allow time and space for you to breathe and to be. Because we see what other people do online and we, I feel we truthfully subconsciously start to mold and shift our reality to be just like what we see online. And what that person doing isn't what you need to be doing. Yeah, you may be looking at someone who actually does the same job as you or there is some kind of similarity, but that doesn't mean you need to copy their every single step, right? Like, for example, if I look at a bunch of other coaches online, there's a very common end goal, right? This financial freedom, this certain program, this certain dollar value per month. However, the road to get there is so fucking vastly different for every single human being. And yeah, people share what worked for them. They give their roadmaps, they give their tools, but the piece that simply cannot be learnt, heard, watched, or even taught from somebody else, a coach, a podcast just like this, the piece that you are only ever missing, there is nothing you're missing in this world, but the piece you only are ever missing, kind of counterintuitive there, is you are not listening to yourself. You are allowing this little thing called fear and this other little thing called self-comparison mix up together and create this giant looming cloud essentially blocking your path. And I know, I know how hard it is to take that first step to figure out what the hell to do, to stop saying, I don't know. And that's why I start somewhere here. But this is only a tool for you. I want this episode, this whole podcast to inspire you, but that's it. It's here to inspire you, but it's not here to tell you, do A, B, and C, and you'll get D, E, F. No. What works for me is most likely not going to work for every single person who listens to this podcast. Maybe 90% of it does. Hey, maybe like 99% of it works, but there's still that 1% and that 1% is the difference between you and me. 
And the beauty is there isn't much of a difference between many of the people we maybe consciously or subconsciously compare ourselves to, whether that's online, our friends, our coworkers, our family, anybody. However, this key difference is mindset. Someone's ability to pull themselves out of a funk, somebody's ability to find the silver lining in a really shitty situation, somebody's ability to tap into their intuition, listen to that gut instinct, know when to walk away from somebody or something that is not serving them. Somebody who knows their mindset is so strong when fear and self-comparison and self-doubt does creep in because it happens to every single one of us, they can acknowledge it and they can just kick it away. I think it's really important to ask yourself, what are your expectations? Think back to when you were a child and you would think when I'm older, when I'm in my twenties and my thirties, whatever age it is, and maybe you're that age now and your life is so different to what your younger self thought you would have. First of all, don't get disheartened. Second of all, start to notice what some of those clues were. I think it was really powerful to do lots of I mean, I'm not going to go there in this whole episode, but inner child healing and ask yourself, and I've done a lot of work on this as well, actually, ask yourself, what were those things as a child that you loved, that you enjoyed? I'll I'll give an example to show how you can start to figure this out for yourself. So for myself, when I was a child, I was a drama kid. I did ballet. I did dancing. I was on a stage from three years old until 12 years old. Funnily enough, when I got to high school, I hated drama. I would fake being sick so I could avoid going to class. And then I did a whole bunch of self-development and now we're here on a podcast and a YouTube channel and sharing endless content of myself online for like seven years. So it's always been there, right? I lost it for a bit when we're a teenager because shit happens when you get to high school. But when I was doing this work not too long ago, I was like, well, it makes sense. I do what I do. I love to speak. I love to share. I love to present. I love to talk. Actually, I used to do a bit of modeling as well, more so like my early 20s. So, you know, that kind of comes with my my passion and I guess I'm also my confidence as well for being in front of the camera. So ask yourself, what were those things when you were a child that made you happy? Is it sport? Is it dancing? Is it some, some kind of arty thing? What was it? I really want to hone back in on the message I shared not too long ago about when we're stuck in this limbo, right? And I came across this really interesting quote. I actually sent it to a close friend of mine. And the quote says, you aren't lost. You're just in an uncomfortable stage of your life where your old self is gone, but your new self isn't fully born yet. You are in the midst of transformation. That like gives me chills, so cliche to say, but it it does. And I truly believe that was the state I was in. But this is where, this is a really interesting realization, guys. So the quote I just shared, yep, in the state of limbo, yada, yada. So we can believe this. We can say, oh yeah, that's me. Oh yeah, I am feeling a bit lost. Oh yeah, I do keep finding myself saying, I don't know. I'm just in this in-between stage. Okay, acknowledge it. But now it's up to you to change the story. A really powerful thing that I learned when I was on my manifestation retreat in Mindspo, for Mindspo in Cyprus last year, a really interesting thing I learned when it came to manifesting, and I was doing this for so long, I put my manifestations up on a pedestal. So I would say, I'm trying to think of an example, what was the wording I used? 
I was basically, I was basically affirming things as if they weren't already here. So I would say like, when this happens, X, Y, Z, or, um, oh yeah, that's right. I'm trying to like figure out an example here. I would say like a new change is just around the corner. Something like similar to the lines of this. And I was doing this for so many of my affirmation of my meditations. Wow. Words of my affirmations and manifestations. And I'm not sure if it was Rochelle or Chris. And they were just like, you are putting your manifestations just out of reach. Like, it's like there, I, I like, when they said this, I just imagined like I'm standing here and there's just like all these manifestations lined up in a row and they're just behind this wall and they're literally right there and they just want to come in. But I'm saying they're right there. They're coming up. They're just around the corner. So of course the universe takes your words literally. Okay. So it is so powerful. The reason I'm sharing this whole manifestation story, the quote I just shared, when you think, oh yeah, I am in this transformation stage. If you keep thinking that, you are going to continue to stay in that transformation stage. Instead, I want you to affirm your new reality as if it's already happening. Okay? So saying things like, it's happened, it's happening, it's already happened. I do have XYZ. I have started working at XYZ place. I started working last week right? Not saying things like it's coming, it's close, all these things, because it's like you're building, I mean, a lot of things, like you're building this energetic momentum. And the reason why, I'm so passionate right now, and why I believe I can talk so much on this is because a lot of my life last year was, I mean, if you've been tuning in for a while, which I know a lot of you guys listening to this have, I shared that 2022 was the year of mass quantum leaps for me. And I basically, like, I was really just, (laughs) I was actually looking back on a lot of my Instagram posts just to kind of like relive everything I was going through. And I was like, fuck, I achieved so much in such a short amount of time. Like I signed, as soon as I announced my coaching business, I signed my first client in seven days. I not long, not long after honestly became like pretty much booked out with my coaching clients. I then launched an app. I was flying to Melbourne back and forth nonstop. And then I went on this incredible Europe holiday and then I came back and then I started to have huge weeks in my business in terms of sales. And I launched a second podcast and I I started the book club as well, start of last year. And it just so much happened, right? And it was the year of quantum leaps. However, wow, the first six months of this year, it's like I've been on an energetic come down from all of those highs, all of those successes, all of those incredible things, because it's like my nervous system is like, whew, we can finally breathe, right? Like the first six months of my year have been the complete opposite to the first six months of last year. But the best difference is that I felt very stable from within. I felt very sure of myself. I felt very happy with who I am as a person, right? So I'm really learning. This comes back full circle. We love this. I didn't plan this. This comes back full circle. I have detached my self-worth to my external world. So I've detached my self-worth to my successes, to the money, to the clients, to the amazing opportunities. Oh wait, one more amazing thing I did last year. I did this collaboration with this company called Noom and long story short, they're like Weight Watchers, uh, like a, a Weight Watch, um, a weight health brand, wow, words. And they asked me to record a bunch of meditations and they played it in Sydney 
for like all these commuters to listen to. So like my meditation was just playing for all these people in Sydney one morning, like, hello, I got paid to do meditation. How cool is that? So a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And here I am sharing this story, the law and the art of detaching yourself from these things. I remember I made this post on Instagram, honestly, probably this time last year. And for some reason, it's like the caption is just honestly imprinted in my brain. And it goes along the lines of the only thing certain about life is change. People come and go, places come and go, jobs, opportunities, emotions come and go. It's so important to savor the highs because you're going to experience the lows and vice versa. When you're in a low state, just know a good state is just around the corner. The thing is, when we associate so much meaning to these people, places, opportunities, jobs, etc., etc., this is where you're in trouble. I feel that, I mean, like I'm sure many of us listening, we've gone through many shifts, many maybe job changes, job shocks, you know, endings, breakups, random friendships fading away. Like we've all gone through that kind of stuff, right? A lot of the times we get blindsided. A lot of the times we see it coming. A lot of the times maybe we did something or they did something wrong. It doesn't matter the reason for the ending, but the point is we go through a lot of fucking endings. And I want you to reflect back on to one of your most recent endings. Maybe it was a person in your life who was really prominent and now they're just not there anymore. Maybe it was someone who you would honestly message every waking minute and now their phone, their message, their text thread is so far down your phone. Maybe it's a certain job. You're so used to taking the certain commute to work or logging on if you worked from home and now it's just a thing from your past. I want you to look at whatever this ending is and ask yourself, what did that teach me? What did that give me? Did that person give me something? Did they teach me something? Did I learn something about myself just from talking with them or being around them or being at that place? Because we are becoming more self-empowered. All right, I'll be a little bit open here. The past couple months, I feel that I lost a touch of my self-empowerment. And that does not fly with me because my brand is on self-empowerment. I am a human being, honestly thrive of being self-empowered. And it was really interesting that I noticed it started to very quietly fade away, right? It wasn't this one day I woke up and, oh my God, I've lost all independence. Absolutely not. But it very slowly started to fade. And I'm so thankful I caught it when I did. And I woke up one day, I'm like, wait a fucking minute. This is not how I want to live my life. This is not what I signed up for. Let me just quickly change the story here. And so I did. And so I got rid of this person that was not making me feel self-empowered. I added back all the habits that I had weirdly allowed to fade away. And I came back and a huge affirmation of mine is come back stronger than ever. And it's, it's a belief. It's something I tell myself. And it's actually a really, um, I don't know if humbling is the right word to use, but it's a really exciting place I'm in because, bear in mind guys, I was still, you know, meditating and exercising and doing all my healthy habit thingies, but I feel I was just very confused and consumed by not the good things. And it feels really exciting to be back 
in the place I am now and I'm, you know, doing the affirmations and the journaling and watching the videos again and listening to the podcast and creating content and posting. And I just got my spark back and it's so beautiful. And I think this is the piece of self-empowerment. The reason I'm sharing this story, this example is because you can so easily let this random ending, whether it was good or bad, whether it was sudden or happened very slowly, it's up to you to choose how it makes you feel. It's up to you to choose how you want it to make you feel self-empowered, right? So ask yourself, what does that look like for you? I want you to ask yourself, how can you detach more? Because the more you detach, the more you can let in, the more open you can be. I want you to think of whatever the thing your goal is, the thing you're manifesting, whether it's a job, more money, a relationship, maybe just like a better quality of life, whatever that is, I want you to now just forget the little map that you've made in your mind when I do this and this and this and this and this, and then, ha, I got the thing. No, no, no. Have the thing in mind. Always have the thing in mind, whether it's broad or specific, have the thing. Now, just erase on your map the points, the checkpoints, the A to B to C, just literally remove every single one of those steps and instead be open to a few things. Firstly, the path of least resistance. And then secondly, just be open. Being open is the best thing because, I mean, you're saving your mind the confusion, the 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 flutter, the flutter. You're saving your mind the confusion. You're saving your mind the overwhelm. Oh my God, how do I do this? What am I going to do? Oh, what are the, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh my God, no, 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 no. We do not want any of that energy, any of that thinking for the rest of the year, right? Like let this be your mid-year pump up. And like, we're doing this before middle of the year because I mean, a little bit before January, March, April, May, June. Okay. Basically halfway through the year. So like, it's exciting. I'm such a big believer on like, you don't need to wait for Monday, a new week, a new year to start to change your life. Like I'm such a big advocate for changing it on like a Wednesday afternoon because why not? Right? So forget the path that you've created for your mind. And if it doesn't happen this way, then it's not going to be perfect. That is just self-sabotaging and you are just keeping yourself stuck. And we are not about that. Instead, I want you to be open put the put the feelers out there for the things that for the thing that you want start to get more crystal clear if you're not already be so open and okay with it changing right you might think of one thing maybe it's a job for example and you know you have this whole list of all the things you want from the pay to the location to the team to whatever else you think of and then maybe next week you're like actually let me cross this out let me add this don't be disheartened when your list changes be empowered, right? The same thing when we're dating. Maybe we have this list, whether it's a mental list or it's a physical list, and we go on a date and maybe we date someone for you know a few weeks, a few months, whatever it may be, even years, and then it ends. Be self-empowered. Reflect, okay, what did I like? What didn't I like about this person? And then start to tweak your list accordingly. You are getting clearer and clearer. It is more empowering to do this because it means you are creating a life that is 1000% completely scripted from yourself. And then when we compare it with this beautiful piece 
of openness and not being attached and not thinking if it doesn't happen this way, then it's just never going to happen. When we can literally get a big fat red texture, cross all of those points out and just be open to it coming in in a way, maybe in a way that we never even thought possible. And we're using these positive, affirming self-talk from the present moment though. We're not putting it on this pedestal. <laughs> Make sure you don't do the mistake that I did for honestly years. Instead, allow it to come in right now. It's happening. It's happened. It's already happening. You are going to be so pleasantly surprised. You are going to feel so relaxed. You are going to feel complete tension removed from your body. That anxiety feeling gone. You are going to feel in control. A lot of the times the reason why we feel anxious and confused and overwhelmed is because we think we are not in control and the brain just wants to keep us safe. So when the body starts to pick up on this feeling, oh my God, I'm not in control. What am I doing? Blah, blah, blah. Your brain spirals and it starts to find issues and little things and you start to get overwhelmed by, you know, the 10 things you have to do that day or you're getting anxiety about posting something online or going out in public or whatever the thing may be. Your brain wants to keep you safe. Don't let your brain, don't be your brain's bitch, essentially, right? Script your life. Take ownership of the negative talk. Take ownership of it and rewrite new, affirming, positive thoughts instead. I want you to, whether you're listening to this in the morning or halfway through the day, I want you to start to write a list of things you're going to do tomorrow and just make that list short, one to three things. It can be something like, and don't put your work tasks on there. It can be something like exercising, calling a friend, doing that life admin thing, whatever it may be. Make the list achievable, attainable, make it possible. Don't make it something ridiculous that you know is not going to happen. And I want you to make a promise to yourself to do those three things. The reason I say this, so simple, I know, bear with me. You are starting to train your brain. You are starting to coach yourself. You are starting to prove to yourself, oh, hey, I say things and I make it happen. This is the most powerful self-muscle. This is the most powerful trait that any self-empowered woman or man, just human being, needs to embody. Because you, it's just going to be something subconsciously. Then you're going to start to write your list. Maybe it gets bigger. And you're going to start to tick off those things with complete ease with no friction, with no, oh my God, I don't have time. Oh, I might just skip the gym today. Oh, I might just do this instead. It's just going to be complete autopilot essentially in the best way possible. I want you to start to prove to yourself because this is the thing. We need to be inspired by ourselves. We need to be inspired by our, by our own growth, by our own transformation because that is like the best show to watch when you are front seat and you are witnessing yourself grow and you're witnessing yourself flourish and you can look back and be like, fuck, that was such a shit time in my life, but I pulled myself out of it. I had the help of a podcast like this or a book or a conversation or anything else under the sun, but it was me. And just like anchoring that feeling And I just guarantee you, like, these are like the secret successes to self-empowerment. 
right? Like this is just gold right now. So I'm going to leave it here. I know I said I was going to keep this short and sweet, but I clearly had a lot more to say. I hope you found this episode super valuable. If you were one of the listeners who got to hear this first before I took it offline, this is so fun that I'm doing this. Um, let me know, message me on Instagram. And actually I'm going to chuck a disclaimer here at the end. Well, not as a disclaimer, just a note. I may keep this up. We'll see. I'm going to see how many people love this episode. So if I do, that's why it's probably still here months later. If you're listening to this, you're like, Isabel, are you fucking crazy? You haven't taken it off yet. So I'm going to love you and leave you. I know I swore a lot more in this episode. I swear when I'm really passionate. So for some reason I felt the need to say that. But I will see you guys in our next episode of Start Somewhere. Bye, guys. And that's all from me in this episode. Here are three ways you can contribute to Start Somewhere. Number one, leave us a five-star rating and review on either the Spotify and Apple podcast or both. Screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at Isabel Prestia. That's I-S-A-B-E-L-L-E-P-R-E-S-T-I-A. And lastly, copy this episode URL and send it to a friend who you think will find value from our conversation. Thank you for starting somewhere.